Hello, and welcome to the Thrive Yoga and Wellness Podcast. Thank you so much for listening, and I am so excited to share today's episode. We will be diving into a little bit more of the philosophy, maybe even a bit of history, and tiptoeing perhaps into some mythology surrounding a yoga practice here in the West. Now, we are not experts by any shape of the imagination. We are yoga enthusiasts sharing the information that we have learned along our journey, and we hope that you find it entertaining and maybe even a little educational. Thank you so much for tuning in, and don't forget to subscribe to this channel. Greetings from Thrive Yoga and Wellness on Wama Baga Wednesday. Hello, hello. Thanks for tuning in. My name is Jennifer Dixon. I'm Merritt Malief Plum. We're talking about the heart chakra today. This is week number four. Four. Mm-hmm. four. Week number four. So we are moving right up the chakra train. There, we the first week we talked about the root chakra, mm-hmm. Muladhara. Mm-hmm. Second week, the sacral, sacral chakra. chakra. Last week was the solar plexus. The solar plexus. And today is the heart chakra, otherwise known as Anahata. Anahata. I love that name. The beautiful emerald green spinning disc that's right in the middle of our chest. Oh, it's beautiful. And it's this beautiful green color that just spoke to me. Mm -hmm. Like as I was looking at it, I was like, oh, I love it. Yeah, it's also the bridge from the lower self to the higher self. So as people move into their heart center and learn the art of unconditional love for self and others that that heart chakra energy just radiates out and makes all these spiritual centers vibrate higher when i was doing the research it also is if your heart chakra if this area is free and clear all of the beautiful benefits Mm -hmm. of having a well-rounded the the bottom foundation they Mm -hmm. can flow up and help increase the capacities of the higher ones but if this guy is tangled up, then mm-hmm. we have problems. Yeah, and you were doing the knot. You were looking at that knot meditation. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was nice. In, in this book, Chakra Meditation, oh, goodness, um, the, that is merits. There was a, a thing about a visualization on untying the knots visualization. And actually, before I go into it, I read and I loved it. It talked about you go into a quiet place, you sit comfortably, and we're going to do a visualization and they actually suggested if you have animals make Mm. sure the animals are in the room and the reason why was because you know like our pets our cats and our dogs animals in general i don't know what other pets people may have pigs i don't know but they're really good at letting go of pain and i don't know if you've Mm. ever ever been around like an animal can go get fixed and then like the next day like you're trying to sedate them because you don't want the the dog to run around because the dog can just let they it go. sleep a couple of days and then they're back. They're back to normal, yeah. yeah. Whereas, you know, if we have something go on, it's just we, as humans, or me, maybe, I don't know, we just hold on to it. And I thought it was beautiful that the book recommended to meditate on this untying with an animal so that some of that ability to let stuff go can maybe feed off into you as oh, you do this visualization. That's nice. We may have an animal join us we, here. We might have, we, I'm going to have to, like, I usually joke about my animals being with me in my yoga mm-hmm. practice, and um, now I'm going to be like, come on, guys. Simon may show up yeah. here. <laughs> no, right. um, so, but the visualization is you get into a comfortable place. Oh, but they also said try not to have kids around. <laughs> 
Don't have kids around you. are doing this before you have to pick your kids up. Exactly, exactly, so that you can actually untangle them. But you sit comfortably and you imagine a big ball of knots, and you can actually do it if you're into visualization, having the knot right there in your heart. And then you, you find, like if you're undoing a knot, you follow one string, right? And you undo mm. every single knot mm. as you find it. And each of those knots could be grief, could be hurt, could be something that that got into you and caused you pain. And then it makes you round forward in the physical realm. So as you go through this visualization, untying a knot, relax at, with each knot that you come across. Relax. If you visualize something that hurt you, untie it. Go through the, because like, let's be honest, I've untied a lot of knots and they frustrated mm -hmm. the heck of me. But then when it finally came out, I was like, ah, oh, yeah. And so like each that. time you visualize the knot coming out, relax a little bit more. And the, the idea is when you're done with this ball of knots, you're going to be open and ready yes. to receive. And when your heart is open, you're able to give and receive love. It's not like you're breaking off a piece of your heart and giving it to people. It's a, a give and take. And I like the knot a lot. I The all chakra meditation that I do you go into the each chakra and you, with your mind's eye, just view the cords and threads that are like attachments that aren't yours. And you go through and you remove all the cords and threads with your ethereal hand. And you just imagine them flying like doves of peace back to where they belong. And you send them back with love so that the energy is released from you that no longer serves you, but you're not holding it in your heart. Oh, I love it. Which goes yeah. to that prayer that you were talking about. Oh yeah, the St. Francis prayer. Um, there is a... Um, it's beautiful. Yeah, focus, let's see, where was, where did I? Oh, Lord grant that I might not so much seek to be loved as to love. And the St. Francis prayer, prayer is, make me a channel of thy peace where there's hatred let me bring your love so instead of beseeching to your deity to give me peace god i need peace give me love i need love you're saying let me return to that which i already am because we're created in the image of that love and peace so instead of instead of praying for things that you believe are outside of you you remember that that's what you are and you return to that love, you return to that forgiveness because that's the vibration that we're created in the image of. And I, it's a very powerful and life-enhancing prayer and it helps me to remember that those things that I seek aren't outside of me. I love it too because when I see a channel, like we can we can look at, at um, about like the, the, the lock system in the Tennessee Dam mm -hmm. and it's in moving something through. It's not holding on to it. Like, of course, with the dam, you're going to stop it up. But when the channels are free flowing, you you aren't holding on mm -hmm. to it. You're you're accepting the love that comes through, mm -hmm. and you're letting it go through. Like that to me was that visualization of I, I receive it, but it's not just mine. I'm going to yeah, give it away. Yeah, that's awesome. That's what the um, sacred pipe in Lakota is. Is that is that you use it as a representative of you being hollow and letting spirit move through you. Oh, beautiful. So in medicine, people are sometimes called hollow bones because they go out of themselves and let spirit move through them. They're conduit for spirit. Oh, so that's, I like the one, the channel one 
about the river too because that's just another representation of that of it moving of, through and and with the river it's flowing it's the always channel flowing. is always flowing mm -hmm. yeah. and so when your heart chakra is open when you've untangled all those knots right. you're able to receive all of the beauty and all of the goodness and the love yes. and, and, and give it away yeah, yes and have forgiveness for yourself oh, yeah. and others that's huge um you're not as judgmental um you're more in a place of compassion and forgiveness and you just like when somebody does something you don't take it so personally if Ooh, you're whole here yeah um and even if you do you're able to kind of process through that and untangle those knots to be able to send love back always back. always about it yeah what some of the physical manifestations of a tangled up heart would be what um heart problems uh circulatory problems rashes I also saw someplace respiratory because respiratory. the heart and the lungs mm -hmm. are both tied up together. They're all, and yeah, yes. they're all. And, and if you think about it, so this might be getting deep for a little video blog, but you know, like the last time your heart was truly broken. Oh my, I mean, you can go mm -hmm. back to the first time your heart was broken. It's, it was hard to breathe, you know, like mm -hmm. last week when we talked about the solar plexus, it knocks the wind mm -hmm. out of you and that grief pro process. And so it, it was meaningful to me to see how the heart and the lungs were combined in this area because it's so true when you're grieving it's yes. hard to breathe yes it's hard to breathe and guess what your breath is your prana your life force right, right. and so if it's all tangled up you're not able to get that breath in true that's a deep slippery slope very true but, but very relevant very true very relevant and that's something that as we age um, like if you've ever watched a baby breathe, babies, they do full body mm -hmm. breathing. It's awesome. I love watching my kids sleep. They're just big breasts. But then like if you watch me breathe, if I'm not being paying right. attention to it or an, another adult or older person, we barely move anything. So we're not getting those big life-sustaining, life-giving right. breaths. We're just barely breathing. And, and that's what's so great about yoga and meditation is it brings your mind back to that breath. It always begins mm -hmm. with that breath. Mm -hmm. Yep. And that is, it, it is very relevant to the heart chakra, to all the chakras yeah. really, but, but especially right breath, here and because right it's now. where the lungs are at the heart chakra to help clear it all yes. out. I think it's a beautiful reminder of how important it is every day, even if you can't get into the studio to just take a few minutes to focus on the breathing, mm -hmm. to calm, to be calm. I was really, this is off subject, but um, I, I was having a discussion that was rather heated the other day between my husband and I, and my daughter comes in, she gets in between both of us, she's four, and she goes, she puts her hand on me, you guys need to take a deep breath. Uh -huh, and I was, like, I was like, you are so right, baby, you're so right, let's take a deep breath, and, and it just made everything else calm down. Yeah. Like it, it's that breath that can be like a starting point for the unraveling. We forget to breathe. We when do. I'm going through my day and I'm not specifically being mindful or if I'm in a rush to get somewhere, I have to remind myself, just breathe and yep. be present. Yep. And the same can go into your yoga practice too. And I'm guilty of that, especially in, oh, catch this, a heart opening pose, like a back bend which is um, the heart open, the, the poses for this, this area would be like a cobra pose or even go mukrasana. If you get to a pose that's very, very difficult, the first thing that goes is the it's breath. The breath. And guess what? When you don't breathe, you tighten up. Your body naturally tightens up more 
which means that that pose is getting further and further away from you. Right. If you're, it's not like you're trying to conquer it, but your ability to sustain the pose in a comfortable way mm -hmm. moves further and further away from you, the less you breathe. So, and you can actually feel yourself giving in, like I do a lot of yin. So giving into that pose mm -hmm. as you're, as you bring your breath yep. back. Yep. So it might mean, all right, I'm going to back out of this pose a bit, a little bit, breathe a little more. And then the next thing you know, there's this beautiful opening like the lotus flower because mm -hmm. the breath helps you to relax the lungs that it deeper inhale mm. help to relax that area, especially mm. especially in regards to that heart opening. So. I love doing the pose where you put the bolster under your back and open the heart. That always feels so wonderful to me. It's interesting to me because that your shoulders yeah, and your arms everything. are also connected to the heart chakra. Mm -hmm. And it, you could just feel it all like pulsating from your heart and letting go. But that can be a very difficult pose for people mm -hmm. that have issues in this area. Mm -hmm. It can be very hard because it's very vulnerable, that yeah. position. And oftentimes that position you're talking about is accompanied with the butterfly pose with your feet okay. together and your knees splaying out to the mm -hmm. side. Holy moly, talk about vulnerability mm -hmm. right there because you're opening up your entire, this is like, this is our life right here. You can yes. live without a limb. You can't live <laughs> without this trunk. So when you are completely exposed, it can be very vulnerable and I difficult. I just always feel so safe at the studio. <laughs> all the, I mean, I've done yoga before and, and I've always done yoga with people that I trust and love, even if I don't know them very well. I've, I've always just had great yoga teachers, but I've done it the most at Thrive. And I always feel so safe there. I never feel vulnerable. Well, that's good. In the times I do feel vulnerable, it's more about, oh my gosh, I can't get into that pose because I have some hip issues, going back to the root, you know? And that's when I feel, but it's more towards myself, mm -hmm. not about that I'm not held in a safe space. Yeah. And you can also do, if someone wants to work on the chakras or yoga, you can do private videos with them yep. if they're not in Chattanooga. Yeah, we are, we do, they're we have amazing. started to offer some online, the, the capacity, thank, thank goodness that technology has getting so, gotten so far, yes. we can offer one-on-one -on -one sessions in, uh, remotely, one-on-one -on -one remote sessions, yeah. And the, the goal, at least for this week, would be to get in and work with opening up across your heart. And so I think, in just about every every class, every session this week, we're working on, we're trying to have everybody have the opportunity to experience what it's like to have a mindful openness mm -hmm. across your across your heart chakra, your anahata, mm -hmm. anahata, anahata, which means unstruck, by the way, which I right. thought was beautiful. And we haven't mentioned, and most people probably know this, but Sanskrit for chakra means wheel. So the chakras are spinning yeah. discs. And we, I keep forgetting to mention that when we do it's, this. It's but. spinning. So when it is balanced, you're spinning, you're moving. And that's so deep to me because if you think about like the flywheel effect, it's really, really hard to get a flywheel moving. But then mm. once it's moving, it's really, really hard yeah. to stop. And so if we're sitting here working on consciously unblocking everything and getting our wheels spinning, imagine the potential. Cause that was kind of like the one, like, can you imagine um, 
the old windmills or those water mills from back in the mm -hmm. day, how they ground their, imagine the energy and the force that can be created yes. when we're all unblocked and all of those wheels are spinning. And when clear. you're allowing the energy to just spin and also, oh, yeah, also <laughs> in, in any Native American teaching and any earth healing that you do, everything's done in a circle. The, the sacred hoop of life, um, the seasons come and then return huh. in a circle. The moon is round, the sun is round, and they go oh, in a I circle. I love it, I love it. So all sacred things, you know, based on Aboriginal and native healing, which is very tied to yoga. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's a very fine line, you know, between what you learn through yoga and what you learn through any other kind of spiritual doctrines um, that are based on earth healing and, and inner self healing is based on circles. So the chakras, oh, we have I love circles. seven main ones, but we have hundreds of them throughout our body. And if we can get the seven main ones strong, which you do through yoga and meditation and self healing, then we are strong, vibrant. We're strong and vibrant either way, but the more these are spinning in balance and in harmony, the stronger that we are in our lives and the better we feel. Oh, I love this because it brings me back to the whole idea of that channel. If, you're, if your mm -hmm. chakras are free spinning, that's able to better move the energy throughout you. Yes. So if you receive that love that you prayed for and your chakras are free and spinning, you can move it right along and push it out yes. even more into the world. And imagine if more love was getting pushed out. That's right. That's a deep. That's right. And also, you know, we're not going to get too deep into this, but when the chakras are in balance, our meridians flow and the meridians are energy channels that we have that run throughout our body that all Chinese medicine is based on. Mm -hmm. And when our meridians are flowing properly, then we are in a place of optimum health. Yep. So yep. maybe we can cover that sometime. Oh, that what we are going to do. We are going to go into the, the elements with that. And we'll have to get Jess. Jess Dewar is our new acupuncturist here in, in the studio. She does our community acupuncture on Sundays between 1130 and mm -hmm. 1.30. And she's going to start we opening sessions. We got rave. People were raving about that yesterday. They it was amazing. It. Yeah, Jess does good. She does good work. So if you guys have never tried it, then you definitely need to mm -hmm. come by on Sundays between 1130 and 130. She's she's wonderful at her craft and she also offers um, herbal treatments and, and I'm cupping. actually doing some, yeah, and cupping. Yeah. I, she's given me some, some herbal treatments to help me sleep and it's been wonderful. But before we get off the heart chakra yes. a little bit more, what what age is the heart chakra developed? Six to 12. Six to 12. Yeah. And you, would, you, you ran into something a little bit about how if, if the, the bottom three weren't quite ready, then it impacts the way the heart chakra develops. Well, yeah, because they all build off of each other. You have the root, and I noticed as Leslie was going through these that the ages seem to develop, you know, chronomatic, it, what's that word, chronomatically? Maybe. I don't know what you're going it, for. It's in alignment with um, Maslow's hierarchy of oh, needs. And, oh, gotcha. Yeah, so the root was early and then it was three to six and then it was six to nine and this is six to 12. So it's kind so, of like stacked, but a little bit together. Yeah. Too. And so when we're developing properly and we're loved and nurtured as children should be, then these are, these are developing in a healthy way. But if we have trauma as children and, 
And you know, a lot of people have trauma as children, mm -hmm. even if they're not abused or neglected, mm -hmm. um, just from life and learning separation, um, learning, you know, we have to go to school and be separated from, yeah. you know, our mommy and that's, <laughs> you know, traumatic. that's traumatic. Yeah, it's it is. Traumatic. And, but you know, if you have that strong foundation, then you can develop healthy psychologically and healthy chakras. And if you have trauma as a child or you've been abused or you've lived through, um, a traumatic event as a child, then you really want to go back and work on healing these lower chakras because as you come up into the heart that can help make that heart really strong and healthy and then you move up to the higher chakras which we'll be talking about in the coming weeks so what are some good foods that we can use to help impact green food green leafy, leafy. Green. <laughs> i tried to represent um greens here in my medicine grid i don't know how well i did but um, green leafy foods, spinach. I love spinach and lettuce, kale. kale. Yes, I'm, I'm gonna have to make a big leafy soup of some sort. Mm, yeah, it's that it's good. It's been cool this weekend, but today it's not quite as cool. I'll have to I'm make doing something. a spinach penne tonight. Ooh, yeah, nice with garlic and. I think we're having leftover pizza. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'll come back to root, root <laughs> green foundational foods. <laughs> That's right. We'll get some greens in there this week. So, so we've got the heart chakra develops between six and twelve. Mm -hmm. You can help to balance it with green leafy vegetables, and then some yoga poses are the heart opening poses, like the cobra pose. Those of you that were in my hit class this morning, we did a whole session of a heart heart openers, and it wasn't as intense physically as normal because heart openers in and of themselves. A back bend like a wheel or even mm -hmm. a bridge that's pretty stinking intense by itself mm -hmm. so we kept the physical intensity down in order to maintain the energy to do the heart openers and so so anytime that you're stretching across this chest is a, is a way to, to get into the heart chakra and then we have that meditation that visualization of the untying I like that up. a lot I might use that in my meditation class on tonight is that oh yeah yeah, yeah. so I think I think if you haven't you need to try Merritt's class on Wednesdays tonight at 745. Mm -hmm. It is an hour long and it's a wonderful, wonderful way to, to get over that hump day. No mm -hmm. longer, we need to come up with a different name besides hump. We, yeah. need, to, we need to call it like the highlighted day. The middle, the heart. <laughs> the heart day, yeah. there we go. So we get we get through the, the, the lower, the root chakras that Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. Uh, uh, and then you get to Merritt's class. We're that coming on up. Spinning and then like you it. end up really high. I love it too. So And also the stones. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That if you enjoy using earth healing or you, you like using earth tools as a visualization which i do the rose quartz is very wonderful for the heart chakra you can put it on your heart any kind of green stones like we said green leafy vegetables and this is just a celebration of earth yep it's it's a way to bringing the elements of earth into our healing yep i sometimes have a hard time going into that meditative space without something to think about to bring me there so that's why i like these rocks because yeah. it's Oh, this is beautiful. It's pink, and it's it's just this. The earth it's made way, it it's yeah. grounding. Yeah, it's a way to visualize mm -hmm. and bring in. I believe that they have some energetic components if you're connected to that, but you don't need them. Yep. yep. They only have the power you you give them. But I enjoy having a visualization, yep. and I'm 
something I can touch and feel in these green and pink stones yeah. are are They're, very lovely. They are. They are very. Oh, beautiful. and the and the uh, musical note is C. So mm -hmm, I love it. The tuning fork with the vibrations, because every note has a. Oh, I got goosebumps. Every note has a vibration mm -hmm. that's slightly different, and every chakra has a note that it uh, an affinity to a note, and it's C. So we're sending that to all of you. Thank you so much for watching. Again, my name is Jennifer Dixon with Merritt Malouf Plum with Thrive Yoga and Wellness. We welcome you to come and join us. We are in week four of our last 90 days, 13 week challenge. And it's the, what do we call it? We've hashtagged it because I'm using the right words. Um, Thrive tribe challenge yes. keep up with us make sure you like and subscribe to this channel and we will definitely make sure to put this over to our facebook group as well to make sure yes can see and let's it. just end with a heart namaste come I up love it. oh and come down to your heart and namaste to you all thank you for being with us today we hope to see you soon and we appreciate you very much go in peace